Well, I think Gary Bettman heard my message from yesterday's episode because the NHL is back, tentatively. And also, remember what I mentioned about in uh, yesterday's episode about mo' money, mo' problems? Well, there's something going on in the sports world that I think is a total cash grab. And yes, we have to talk about it because I did an episode centered around the great sport of boxing. Well, kind of, sort of. So you do not want to miss it. Let's get into it. You're Locked On Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Alrighty now, what is up New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, college hockey play-by-play announcer Trey Matthews, and at the time of this recording, it is 5.48 p.m. Eastern Time, and it is December the 8th, 2020, everybody. We are less than a month away from the start of 2021, and we have some good news heading into the new year as the NHL has come to an agreement tentatively on where to start let's just say they are eyeing january the 13th as the start date so yeah it's been pushed back a couple days or you know like a week and uh four days but still we're gonna get hockey sooner than we thought of course this has to be approved and obviously nothing is set in stone but get ready the nhl is returning we are going to talk more about that in the next segment but in this segment to begin the episode i want to talk about something interesting in the sports world so remember i did an episode last week revolving around the nate robinson and the jake paul fight and how that kind of shook the sports world where Jake Paul knocked out uh, Nate Robinson, a former professional athlete who's gone against like some of the bigs in the NBA game and people were just stunned, shocked, surprised, lost money because of it. But you know what? It just showed that YouTubers and personalities have come a long way. Well, uh, Jake Paul did a lot of talking. He said, I can take on Conor McGregor. Let's bring it on. Let's fight. Well, he's not exactly going to get Conor McGregor, but he's going to get his infamous opponent. That's right, Mr. 50-0, the money team. Floyd Mayweather has agreed to fight Jake Paul in an exhibition game uh, in February. So this is going to be, uh, I'd say, relatively interesting. Uh, I, we'll, we'll talk about more about that in a second. But anyway, so like uh, Jake Paul uh, knocked out Nate Robinson. That shook the sports world. And we had uh, NHL players and NBA players just going at Nate Robinson and Jake Paul saying, Jake Paul, you can knock out Nate Robinson very easily, but you're not going to easily knock out an NHL player. We had Evander Kane, uh, you know, coming to the picture and just tweet out saying, yeah, uh, I could take you on and I'm willing to do it in Vegas at this time. And you know what? NHL players, they fight each other just because, you know, it's the sport of hockey. So it wouldn't surprise me if Jake Paul learned his lesson, but I think Floyd Money Mayweather will teach him a lesson for real this time and not Nate Robinson who just went in there just all willy-nilly just say, oh, I'm just going to punch you and just act like I normally do because it doesn't work that way because you, you fighting is a technique, everybody. You can't just go into the ring and just say, I'm going to do this, that, and a third just because you know how to throw a punch it doesn't make you a fighter it's the same thing in hockey like just because you know how to skate it doesn't make you a hockey player just because you uh you know know how to shoot a puck it doesn't make you a hockey player there's more that goes into it if you know what I mean so it's like in better terms just because you could throw a baseball fast it doesn't make you a pitcher just because you know how to go fast it doesn't make you a racer just uh that's where I was hinting towards so hopefully a real life fighter who is 50 and 0 in his regular season uh opponents because 
like I said, this is an exhibition match for Floyd Mayweather, and this is just a cash grab for the sports world for Money Mayweather. And, you know, obviously this is going to give uh, Jake Paul's YouTube channel some views. So, obviously this is a cash grab. And nothing wrong with that, because like I said in the episode yesterday, more money, more problems. So, ESPN could use some publicity because, you know, uh, they lost some money due to the pandemic. So, maybe this can uh, help them get it back up with this, all this publicity and pay-per-view. So, We'll see what happens, but I think it's going to be a very quick fight. So if you want to place your money or place any bets, I would place it on the money team, if I'm being completely honest with you. So, uh, yeah, that's my honest opinion. But, you know, it's fun to see that in sports, just to see interesting things like this. And we need more of that. So, uh, yeah, I find that very, very, very interesting. And, guys, I need to inform you something. Yesterday, I went to the gym, and I felt like I was low on energy. Have you guys ever pictured this scenario where you're just like, okay, uh, how do I put this? Um, You know what? I need something to give me energy. Uh, You know what? Picture this. All right, everybody. How much does this relate to you? You just need some sort of energy boost. You just need to break through that wall. You need something great, delicious, but at the same time, very healthy, so that way you can go about your day and still look great. Well, I have the thing for you. You've heard about Built Bar. Well, they now have Built Go, but what is Built Go, you might ask? Well, break through your wall, whether it's a mental or physical wall, break through it with Go every day. Easy to take in at 1.5 ounce packages. Put in a briefcase for the most focused presentation ever. Your golf bag to power through the back nine, or put it in your pocket to go through the day, or consume it when you just need some energy to watch the New Jersey Devils play. Bilko is the best workout gel on the market. It's five-hour energy without the same crash feeling, plus it's natural, so it's better for the body. It's like drinking a monster drink with a third of the caffeine and better results. Three delicious flavors, peanut butter, honey, chocolate, coconut, chocolate, mint. This stuff is great. I've already had a few, and I'm already bouncing off the walls. I have so much energy right now. Bilko combines energy gel with collagen protein. Collagen protein is fast-absorbing, so it gets into the system fast, plus it's easy to the stomach. Collagen promotes joint, soft tissue, hair, and skin health. This stuff literally makes you look better. Now I'm going to give you an offer that you can't refuse. Visit Bilko.com and use the promo code LOCKED, and you'll get 30% off your next order. Use the promo code LOCKED for 30% off at BuiltGo.com. There we go. I repeat it. So now you have no excuse. Let's go, baby. Okay, everybody, raise your hand if you are excited for the NHL season and if you are sick and tired of not watching the New Jersey Devils play for the last, uh, I don't know, X amount of months. Okay, yeah, raise your hand, raise your hand. Yeah, there you go. Okay, I can't see you, but I'm putting my arm high in the air, okay? Loud and proud am I right now because we need hockey right now. I need it in my life. I know I've seen a few of these bubble teams, but I need to see my team play, and I'm sure you guys are itching to watch it too. So uh, we're actually going to get it sooner rather than later because, like I said in yesterday's episode, there were some hurdles that the NHL and the Players Association had to uh, you know, sort out in order to try to get that return to play into reality because they were targeting January 1st and then Gary Bettman said hold on wait a minute we lost more money than we thought so we might need to renegotiate and try this again because I know we established this in July but that was before the sad report came out which is we are in the red financially and we need to uh, you know cut back on your salaries just a touch bit just because you know I need to make a profit so I can pay you players are like no 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 
I'm the reason why you're earning your money. I'm the reason why butts are in the seat. I'm the reason why my jersey is selling. Come on, man. Like, you know, you can't do this to us. I have a family to feed, and I barely get to see them because I'm traveling so often. So, you know, obviously, I don't think that's exactly what the Players Association said. But, you know, if I was a player, this is what I'd be telling the commissioner, which is, you know, I'm the reason why, you know, you are making your profit. If it wasn't for me, your bills wouldn't have been paid, and you'd be bankrupt. Similar to Donald Trump, but, you know, that's a discussion for a different time. So uh, we have good news. The NHL and the union clear hurdle, and they're eyeing January 13th, as I stated at the beginning of the show, to start the 2020-2021 season, or technically just the 2021 season because, you know, no games will be played in 2020, as far as I know, because no exhibition games are in sight. And that's also something I need to talk about and just uh, establish. So the NHL and the Players Association have cleared their financial hurdles and are pushing forward with with planning talks for the 2020-2021 season. Again, just 2021, okay? Like like I said, no games will be played in 2020, sadly, but, you know, like I said, we'll talk about it in segment three. The sides are now aiming for January 13th as a start date with either 52 or 56 games as the amount scheduled. As I stated yesterday, that was around the number of games that they were planning on doing. Obviously, the players want to do just a touch more because, you know, in terms of seeding, I guess the lower seed teams just want more opportunities or all the opportunities they can get. They just want to max it out. But obviously, the NHL is only going to do this uh, to the best of their ability because, like I said, we're in the midst of a pandemic, if you hadn't noticed. And, you know, you can only do so much. And I, I touched on this in yesterday's episode briefly, which is scheduling is getting messed up. And I stated this in my Go Woke, Go Broke episode about a week or two ago, which is, you know, sometimes uh, scheduling has to be done at the last minute. It's very tentative because sometimes you're going to have to cancel a game. Sometimes you're going to have to reschedule a game and not due to, you know, circumstances like uh, uh, that you can control. It's uh, circumstances that you cannot control. So it's like this is equivalent to what the MLB does every year with their rain delays or their rain checks, which is, you know, if it rains or if the weather is very bad, they have to reschedule and just plan accordingly. So basically where I'm getting at for the players and also fans in general, because I know some of them will be very frustrated when uh, their favorite games or games highly anticipated might get canceled or rescheduled. I just have to say, be patient and think of this as sort of like the MLB's uh, rain delay. Or I know in NASCAR, they also do rain delays if the weather is bad. So, you know, think of it like that. You know, we're, we're lucky where we don't have weather delays because, you know, all of our games are played inside. So, you know, in dome. So we don't have to worry about that. But, you know, there's some leagues, you know, they don't get that benefit and they just have to plan accordingly to the weather. So, so think of it as like this, when your favorite game is getting rescheduled due to COVID or it's canceled or whatever the case might be, think of it as sort of just like a rain check or a rain delay. Like it's going to get done. It just won't get done tonight. So, you know, think of it like that. We just have to have patience with this. And, you know, that's why I say to the players and also to the fans who just want more games and also just, you know, I know this isn't a lockout year. I know there's some drama, things of that nature. I know Gary Bettman three prominent lockouts during his tenure as commissioner. I know it's frustrating, but still, we got to be patient. And remember, the Devils won a championship in one of those lockout years. And then again, they also uh, lost a championship the year before a lockout. So, you know, I don't know where I was getting at. I was trying to get at something, but it it didn't work, okay? Uh, Let's continue with the news. So one of the most important things in any healthy working relationship, as I stated in yesterday's episode, is strong communication between the owners, the commissioner, and the Players Association. So that's good. The sides have been communicating daily since Thursday and in hopes to finalize a plan by the end of the week. That plan, which will include temporary divisional realignment, so that's why the scheduling is going to change up just a bit because, you know, they don't want teams traveling 
traveling so much. They want if if you have to do a series on the East Coast, they want you to stay on the East Coast or you know come to the Midwest. So like I know in the MLB they changed up uh, their scheduling a bit. So like if you were out east, you played out east teams, and at most you would play Midwest teams. You wouldn't travel to the other side of the uh, country to play like a California team. You would stay primarily in your main area. So like. I'm a fan of the Detroit Tigers uh, growing up. So it was like they, they only played their central division rivals. They only played uh, national league teams that were near them in Ohio. And they, at most, they would go to like, you know, Pittsburgh or things of that nature. So, you know, by the way, New Jersey needs a baseball team. Why is it that we only just have a double A team, which is the Trenton Thunder, which is the double A team for the New York Yankees? We seriously need a baseball team. I think we have the market for it, but you know, that's a discussion for another time. But so like that that's what they're gonna do with the realignment. They're just gonna say you can only play this certain amount of teams in this area and then you're just going to stay there so that's what they mean by divisional realignment which i think is smart because you uh you you know you don't run into the big of risk of players catching it if they're traveling so often if they're just traveling outside the country because like we said there's like uh seven hockey teams in canada so you know you're gonna have to leave the border uh things of that nature and by the way that's something i haven't even figured out yet uh can canada has closed their borders that's why the toronto raptors have to come down to florida and that's why the uh toronto blue jays had to play their games in new york so i'm i'm curious to see what the uh borders of canada is going to do to allow hockey to you know, travel in and out. You know, that, that's something I, I haven't really thought about, but maybe we'll come across it in more of this research. But yeah, it's worth mentioning. The reason they have to do that realignment is because we have more foreign teams, or you know, wherever you're listening to this, because like I'm in America right now and I'm covering an American team, so technically the Canadian teams are you know foreign to us. Different country, same continent, but you know that that's uh that's a discussion for another time because it's like you know that that's why they have to do the realignment so just keep that in mind that we have more teams that are outside of the country nhl owners inform the players that they're looking for additional cash flow to start the season so shortly before thanksgiving remember we touched on this with michael of lockdown leaves the owners brought two ideas forward players taking even more deferred compensation past the 10 percent they already agreed to this past summer accepting changes to the escrow cap While players were frustrated by the idea, and rightfully so, changing a financial agreement that was agreed upon just five months ago, remember, this was before everything was projected to, you know, be the way it was, so, you know, finances went down a touch, and owners said, hold up, wait a minute, we need to make a change for this because we're losing money. They told the league that they would be willing to budge if they could get some concessions in return, so the players brought several ideas forward to the league, though sources say the league didn't seem interested in any of them. Like I said, you cannot be at a standstill with the Players Association. Just ask Rob Manfred of the MLB, okay? It will solve nothing, and nothing will get resolved in the end. So for now, this is what we have. We have January 13th as the projected start date for the NHL. Obviously, they're going to have to have two weeks of training camp and no exhibition games. So, you know, this is what we have right now, and this is what we're going to have to accept for the time being. But like I said, nothing is accepted. Nothing is set in stone. It just goes to show that talks are, you know, more forward than they ever have been and hopefully we could get the season starting soon one positive on the player side is one veteran uh, players association rep said he believes the players are on the same page for the first time in a while so you know that's great to hear because we can see how dangerous and how bad this can all get 
Just take, uh, once I said again, Rob Manfred of the MLB not listening to his players and Pandora's box opened and all can of worms broke loose. So, you know, we can see how dangerous that is and hopefully the NHL can just be more forward like it is right now. So it's nice to see that everyone's on the same page and that everyone wants the same goal, which is we want a season, okay? The fans want it, the players want it, the owners want it, the GMs want it, okay? No player is fighting for the season to be canceled and if they are they're just bench players, okay? Nobody wants the season to get canceled. No one wants to see any delays. No one wants to see a lockout. We all want to play at the end of the day. And, you know, it's not all about the money. It, part of it is the money. And, you know, part of it is because this is a business. But at the end of the day, I think in the hearts and hearts of most people, they just want a season. That's all that they want. So the NHL is figuring out a way to help owners with cash flow. On Monday, the Sports Business Journal reported that NBA teams will receive $30 million from the league to help with finances and protect against any liquidity issues due to the pandemic. So this is another example of how Adam Silver of the NBA is a great commissioner and how Gary Bettman can learn from him. So this is what a man does right here just to help the owners in the midst of this pandemic and just albeit just, you know, I know it's $30 million. I know that's probably just pocket change for the NBA, but still, that goes a long way for those small market teams, and we're a small market team, okay? New Jersey is a very small state with not really much going for it. I hate to break it to you, but at the same time, we need something like that. We need Bettman to step up and be Adam Silver and not like Rob Manfred, and you cannot be neutral like Goodell, okay? That's all I can say for this uh, thing, and if you need to hear more about it, check out yesterday's episode. So a league source told ESPN on Monday Day that the NHL is working on a similar plan but didn't reveal any details of what the stimulus package would look like. The stimulus package would help teams cover operational costs and potentially allow for the rehiring of some employees who were uh, furlogged or laid off during the pandemic. So, you know, that that's uh, that's good to hear because, like I said, I don't want to see anyone's jobs uh, revoked. And that's we kind of touched on that in yesterday's episode where, you know, sometimes as a business, you have to make the difficult decisions and uh, obviously, the, the same goes for like these big uh, companies like the NHL, like the NBA, like the MLB, like the NFL. Sometimes they have to make the difficult choice and let people go, even though that's not what they want. That's not what anybody wants to see. No one wants to see their jobs revoked. But at the end of the day, like we're losing money and hopefully this vaccine could just get released. So that way we can go back to somewhat normality in this earth. But, you know, obviously that's uh, that's in the future. So hopefully we can... Uh, Hopefully, just just I I don't I don't even know what to say. I I don't know what to say. I just really hope that Batman accepts this and we can have a season beginning January 13th. Okay, that's all I ask for. In fact, Santa Claus, if you're listening to this, that's all I want for Christmas is an NHL season. Okay. So obviously, guys, you guys know that we cover a lot of NHL news on this podcast show. So, you know, don't just rely on my show to give you the news. You should check out Locked On NHL so don't miss another big hockey story. Start off your week with Locked On NHL. Every Monday, Locked On Kings host Sarah interviews local experts covering the biggest stories in hockey. Get reactions to blockbuster trades, deep dives on the team destined to be at the top of the standings, and analysis of hockey's hottest stars. Subscribe to Locked On NHL wherever you get your podcast similar to Locked On Devils, okay? So uh, basically, uh, I, I kind of agree with how 
uh, everything is going so far in terms of planning for the NHL season to start up. And, you know, the one thing I'm just against is I feel as though we need just a couple of exhibition games, okay? I know, uh, you know, they, they don't just pick a date out of a hat and just say, hey, let's start on this date. No, 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 no. They're trying to get the prime time game so that way, you know, they don't lose any of their television money. So that's why the NBA wanted to start before Christmas so that way they can make their Christmas money and continue to just, you know, make up some of the money they lost. And that's sort of what the NHL is doing as well. They don't want to lose any of their money and, you know, or, or, they don't want to lose any more money that they've already lost. Let me just put it that way. So, you know, that that's basically what I'm saying. I, I think they just need at least two to three exhibition games because now, now you're throwing a lot of guys into the fire who haven't picked up a puck or, you know, you, you know what I mean. They haven't played in a real game in almost a year now. So uh, that, that could be trouble for them. So all I ask for is maybe can we just add a few exhibition games so that way players don't get hurt because look out in the NFL, okay? They didn't play any exhibition games and look how many injuries there have been. There's a lot of guys tearing their ACLs. There's a lot of players uh, just being carted off the field and you know what? It's killing my fantasy team, I have to tell you that. So, you know, you at the same time, exhibition games are very important and, you know, for a lot of people, they just say, oh, exhibition games are boring. There, it's nothing. No one takes them seriously but they prevent injury, okay? It allows you to just get your feet wet and get prepared for the season. So that's all I ask is I feel like we need a few exhibition games. Otherwise, more players could get hurt, okay? We can't just have a training camp and then just say, let's jump into the season. No, you need a lot more than that. So that's all I'm asking for Bettman, which is I agree with the amount of games. In fact, that's more than what I thought they they would play. I thought they would play somewhere in the 40s, similar to what they did uh, a few years ago when they just cut the season in half due to the lockout. They just played 41 games. I thought that's what they would do, but they're playing more games than I anticipated, so that's always a good sign. So, uh, yeah, the amount of games is correct. I just think we need to play a few exhibition games just so some players can get their feet wet and just get back into game flow because, trust me, practice is not the same as playing in a game, okay? Take it from an East Coast native, okay? We can't just be talking about practice, all right? So, you know, things of that nature. So uh, that's about all the time I have for you guys today. So continue to stay safe and have a wonderful day, New Jersey. And also, if you like what you heard, please hit me up on Locked on Devils and also leave a good review. Thanks for listening, everybody. I will catch you in the next episode.